Hey, comedy fans, welcome to another edition of the Comedy at the Carlson Cast. I'm your host, my name is Vinny, and joining me today via Zoom, the great Kevin Nealon. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Three Heads Brewing, the makers of Rochester's most delicious beer. Remember, folks, drink responsibly, do good things, and always be kind. And now let's give Kevin a proper introduction. Uh, good morning, Carlson Casters. I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode today without fanboying out. My guest today is not only an accomplished stand-up comedian, actor, artist, and author. He's my SNL Weekend Update anchor. <laughs> and uh, most importantly for our purposes today, he's going to be your headliner at Comedy at the Carlson for four more shows. Your tickets are available right now at carlsoncomedy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kevin Nealon. Yay! Yay! How you doing, Vinny? I don't know why I always throw in the ladies and gentlemen. Like, there's no one here to clap. Yeah, I mean, will that be um, inappropriate one day, saying ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I think know. that one day is 2022. I'm, I may already be past the post office on it. You, you might be. Yeah, yeah. Every time, yeah, it's always you have to watch out for what you're saying. You got to be make sure you're not inappropriate. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Sorting Show. Good morning, people of Earth. That's that. What about Martians, Kevin? What are we doing? And here? and all of the universe. I all right. Now that, we're, now that we're done being exclusive, I have to say to you, Kevin, I am super excited to check out your new book. It's dropping October 25th, folks. It's called I Exaggerate My Brushes with Fame. Kevin, I had no idea you were such an amazing artist. You know, I, I, I hear that a lot, oddly enough. And no, how would you know? I've never really put anything out there before. It's all been like personal little drawings and doodles to me. You know, I started off in, as a kid just doodling and drawing funny cartoon-like people. And, and then as I got older, I started getting more into it. But I never took lessons until recently. I took lessons uh, over Skype with this guy in England, like 10 lessons on just how to, how to work some, uh, some devices and how to draw caricatures. And, um, and, I, and I'm loving it. And also, you know, during SNL, Vinny, I used to sit at the table read, you know, on every, uh, every Wednesday where we read through the sketches. And there'd be a stack of sketches we were reading for the upcoming show. And some of them I weren't in, I wasn't in. So I would just draw on the margins of whoever's sitting across from me, Chris Farley or, you know, Dana Carvey or whomever it was, the host. And I would just sketch them. So, you know, just before the pandemic, um, I started focusing on it more. I started coloring yeah. in and really concentrating on it. And that's where it's at now. And I, I you know, have about 60 um, of these uh, caricatures in my book. And on the opposite page, I have a little anecdote about that person and, and um, you know, the experience we had together. I uh, ordered my autograph copy from BookSoup.com this morning, so I am uh, wow. excited to get my hands on it. You are the best, man. No, you man, are you are. And I got to ask you about this because I went on uh, KevinNeilandArt.com and I was looking at some of these images and, the, and some of these caricatures that you've done, and they're amazing. I know you've been to Comedy at the Carlson before. This is your second time through. And uh, have, you, have you had the opportunity to walk through the bar and see the caricatures that we have up of I all haven't of done the, that yet, but I heard that there are some up there, and I'm tonight is my tour night. I'm going to kind of walk by there. Well, I, I just get so interested in this because the idea of a caricature is is slightly different than you know a portrait, because yeah. like I, I think that I think of it in terms of the same way Kevin or I'm sorry uh, Dana Carvey described doing an impression of someone, and yeah. that's why I wanted to say I love the title of the book. I exaggerate because that's what you have to do to create a great caricature of someone is exaggerate you do have to exaggerate and that that's what i have trouble with because i'm all about order and 
detail. And so for me to actually push the limits and make the nose bigger than it's supposed to be, but uh, it's really difficult for me and it's taken me a while. You'll see that some of my caricatures are almost closer to portraits than they are caricatures because I just had trouble pushing it. And that's my, okay. uh, my challenge coming up. Interesting. I, I like the way Dana always says it with like a vocal impression of someone. It doesn't have to sound exactly like them. It just has to be the essence. You're so true, man. It's the evolution of that character. And it is the essence. Like when he did Bush, you know, it, he would, it started off like, not going to do it, not going to do it. And then it just became not going to die, not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then like when you're doing a visual version of someone, you have to, like you said, you don't want to make the nose so big that it's cartoony. But you also want to make the style of a caricature and, and make right. it more fun. I can't wait to see all this. I, I'm really impressed with what I've seen so far. Oh, thanks, and, uh, man. That means a lot to me. Thank you. Now, uh, I also want to congratulate you on a great show last night. Fantastic. A lot of fun. You are one of the people that you're one of the few pure stand-ups that lasted super long on SNL. You did, what, nine seasons? Yeah, nine seasons, which at the time was a, uh, the record-breaking. You know, me and Tim Meadows have been on for nine seasons. But since then, I mean, you know, some people have been on there for 20 years or whatever. Sure. <laughs> and, and there, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I no. find interesting about your career in particular is you weren't into doing sketches. You were a stand-up comic. And when you had the opportunity, you just, like, soared with it. Well, it's true. I didn't come from a, an improv background or sketch background. I was pure stand-up. That's all I ever wanted to do. And then this came along and I kind of rose to the occasion. I thought, you know, this is a great opportunity. Let me just dive into it. I'll learn how to, how to write characters and do impressions and, you know, learn how to do sketch comedy. And, you know, when you're in that, when you're in that pot in New York, you just got to, you have to, um, you have to be flexible and kind of, be open to everything and just try it you know that's that's what i did well i mean i do stand up and if i've never done sketch or improv in my life but if anybody at snl was ever interested i'd be oh yeah i can do sketches all day long yeah, yeah let's, right. let's sketch it up <laughs> that's right man that's funny i didn't know you did stand up i'll have to come and see you sometime well thank you i appreciate that i hope that one of these days maybe we can do that that would be a lot of fun i i love your stand up and i love your general aura in terms of you you do something that better than just about anybody in the world and that is you're able to keep a straight face or a smile while saying just absolutely absurd things and yeah. i think you are might be one of the best at it in the business oh thanks man you know i was influenced a lot by chevy chase for my yeah. weekend update segment because he played kind of a pseudo newscaster and he kept that straight face and kind of that was my kind of role model for doing weekend update but even in my stand-up, I think that's part of the um, part of the act. It's you know catching people by surprise, and when you don't react to something you're saying, you're really selling it and you're believing it. I I I, I kind of cringe sometimes when a comic on stage says they they'll do a joke and they'll say that was my favorite joke. It's almost like a magician saying this was my favorite trick. Bet you never figure out how I did that one, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's not supposed to be a, a trick or a joke. It's supposed to be really happening. Right. right. So uh, at least for me, that's what it is. And um, so, yeah, I feel like it's a valuable tool to to sarcasm, the straight face. If you can't keep oh, your, yeah, yeah, if you, you can't a, <laughs> for sarcasm, definitely you got to have a straight face. <laughs> uh, well, 
Have you seen my hiking show yet? Yes. You have, you're about to hit season four, if I'm wrong. Yeah, season four, October 27th. And if people haven't seen it, it can be found on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Kevin Neal and comedy, or just type in hiking with Kevin. And I I just, I love this thing. It's, I don't get paid for it. It's just a passion of mine. Sure. And I like hiking and, and it's mostly in the canyons around LA and Malibu. And I hike with a different celebrity every week and we just chat. I have a selfie stick with a GoPro in the end. And I've recently got a drone, so I fly the drone around. <laughs> the production value is getting a lot better. It used to be just a, a cell phone on the end of a uh, selfie stick. But yeah, so I've hiked with, I've done over 100 hikes so far uh, with Sandler and Conan O'Brien and Molly Shannon, Owen Wilson, Courtney Cox. I mean, it's just a long list of fun people. Well, I, I've heard you say that to you, hiking is one of those things that can be very meditative, just kind yeah. of like, you know, you get, a, you said you get a lot of work done, a lot of writing done while you're, while you're yeah. out hiking. Do you feel like, uh, putting a show on while you're hiking, uh, like kind of takes away from that? Does it feel, does it ever make hiking feel like work when you have to go do that? Cause it seems like something you really enjoyed and then you turned it into kind of your job. Well, it's not even a job really. It's actually fun because I get to hike with a friend or somebody that I've admired. And um, I really forget that I'm doing a, a, a show, as the guest does. And that's why it's a great environment for the guests and a great opportunity to interview them because, because they're outside and there's no audience, there's no lights, and they're enjoying the outdoors. They're sometimes very, you know, um, very um, open and you know revealing (laughs) where normally they wouldn't be on a on a talk show sure it's certainly um, a different environment than sitting on a couch and you know oh yeah pretending to drink coffee yeah and you know some are more um, outgoing than others some 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 of these friends are really good hikers like molly shannon was i mean i couldn't keep up with her she was so energetic and then others show up with a cup of coffee and that's when i do the the flat hike you know (laughs) It's amazing that you get so many guests on a show that requires exercise. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, I'll be honest with you. It's requiring less and less exercise as I get older. The the inclines are getting less and less, and now they're pretty much flat. But what I'll do is I'll turn the camera on an angle so it looks like we're going uphill. Yeah, the the inclines are a little more shallow, but the conversation is deeper. Yeah, much deeper, man. Much deeper. So, Kevin, you've been acting forever. I can't think of a time in my life where... I haven't seen you in something like you're no. just such a part of like culture that that I that it, I have to ask you what's challenging to you like you you seem to do it all I mean you're you're painting you're producing your own content you're acting you're doing voice acting work uh, you're a stand-up comedian you're touring the country what what's a challenge for you um, a challenge I think would be um, directing you know, I think I, I, I know I can direct, you know, I've written scripts before where I've directed them in my head. Um, but I think it's, you know, dealing with the different personalities on, on a set might be challenging because I've worked with some very difficult people. And I I always like I've always felt for the director. I had so much compassion for them. And I watched how they would deal with the actors. And it's that's a challenge, I think. Is it something that you you think you're gonna actually try to do, or does it look like one of those things like ah, I'll let that guy deal with it? <laughs> it's a lot easier to let them deal with it. But plus, you got to show up, be the first one on the set, and the last one to leave. But uh, yeah, I've had I've had a, I've written a few things that I think eventually I will direct, and I also direct my hiking show, sort of in a sense. You know, I yeah. set up the shots, 
Um, I go home and I edit it. So, you know, I'm doing You it do all. all your own editing for that show, don't you? I do. I'm actually doing it in my hotel room now for this upcoming season. Um, there's an episode with Paul Rudd. And, you know, when I look back at it, when I look back at these hikes, I see so much more than I saw or listened to on the hike because I'm looking for loose rocks and stuff not to step in. And when I play it back, I think, oh, my gosh, that is so funny what he just said there. I didn't rec- I didn't really realize that on the on the hike. And, and, oh, I cut him off there. I shouldn't have done that. You know, it's a lot easier in hindsight. Yeah. To, uh, you know, and that's what I learned. I learned a lot of that through editing. What not I, to do. I, I, I agree with you. I feel like that's the best way to train yourself on how not to uh, screw up while you're actually recording something or making yeah. it. If you have to go back in and fix the mistakes yourself later, yeah, it makes you want to avoid them. So there's four more shows this weekend with Kevin Neal and folks. You can get your tickets right now at carlsoncomedy.com. And I got to watch last night's show. It was really a great time. Thank and uh, it, it was so great of you to come back to Rochester. We're so thankful to have you at the club. And oh, uh, I love Rochester. I love this town. I'm, I remember the first time I came here, I was so impressed that Kodak was from here, you know? Yeah. And uh, and how close it was to Canada. And uh, and the people are great. This is probably one of my favorite audiences in Rochester. Rochester and I think D.C. are my two favorite uh, audiences. Interesting. Well, yeah. we love you back. We're just thankful to have you. And we know that these shows are going to be great. So like I said, folks, you get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Make sure you follow Kevin Nealon wherever you follow social media, Instagram, Twitter, and check out KevinNealon.com, KevinNealonArt.com. If you want to be cool like me, go to BookSoup.com and get your autographed copy of I Exaggerate, which drops on October 25th. And check out Hiking with Kevin at YouTube.com forward slash Comedy. Kevin, I hope I got it all out there for you, man. Thank uh, you for your time. You are amazing. You no, sir, are you are. The best. That, I mean, seriously, that was great. This was great. Thank you for being awesome and watching another episode of the Carlson Cast. Don't forget we're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube every Friday morning. You could also follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at CarlsonCast. You can listen anytime on iTunes, Google Play, and we're now available on Spotify. You should also check out an amazing app called Laughable. And on the Laughable app, you can connect to your favorite comedians in a way you never thought you could before. Download it in the App Store and visit carlsoncast.com for information on more shows. And don't be a jerk. Rate and review.